Mayor Weingarten is with us live via telephone. There are a couple of things I want to discuss with him on the air. If you're interested in Israel, trust me, you're going to be fascinated by this conversation. Mayor Weingarten, host of the Israel Show and about a million other titles, deservedly so, here at the uh, Nahum Siegel Network JM the AM radio program. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nahum. This has nothing to do with the key to the uh, thermostat. What? What's that? This oh, is yes. nothing to do no, with but that. you said before that it's really cool. It's going to be cool there on Monday, and I was thinking then you wouldn't need a key to the thermostat. Very good point. So I'm going to check the forecast, see if we'll be boiling during the cool <laughs> cool Monday here at JM. All right, a uh, couple of things. Number one, we're going to be treated to a Mayor Me Lim segment in a minute, uh, so be patient, folks. You're going to want to hear it. Everyone loves when Mayor does that. But there are two things I wanted to ask you before we get to the Mayor Me Lim. Number one, another action-packed, jam-packed show yesterday after JM in the AM. And one of the things you discussed was that, God bless him, Art Garfunkel, and a lot of other artists, by the way, who we can name, have stood up to the BDS movement with uh, with people in their ear from the world of rock and roll constantly telling them not to go to Israel. And, of course, he's going to Israel and all that. Do we know what date the Art Garfunkel concert is? I don't even know what date um, it is. Yes, I actually put it's it in, on. It's in June, right? I, yes, it is. I put it on the, on the Facebook, the Israel Show Facebook page. Uh, and if you give me a second, I'll, I'll find it. Yeah, no problem. Hey. Okay, go ahead. I think it's June 10th, but go ahead and I'll get back. After, back after all, I gotta plan my trip, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, no, 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 don't go there because we don't want it to be rained out. <laughs> Very good, Mr. Weingarten. <laughs> I like that. Uh, so. June 10th. Uh, June 10th. The, uh, performance, yeah. Alright. Is he gonna sing any of his songs in Hebrew? And the reason I say that, of course, is because they've actually sung many of his songs in Hebrew, you know? Oh, yeah, the, the Parvarim have an entire album. That is correct. I have it in front of me here, anticipating this question. No, oh, no. Nice. Anyway, uh, so what happened? People actually went ahead and they recorded Sounds of Silence in tribute to him for not, yeah. for not caving into the BDS movement? Yes, Israeli performers. So who did it? How many different artists? Um, oh wow, now I have to do I that. mean, was it a lot? Was it two? Was no, it twelve? No, four, four, four or five of them got together and, and did this beautiful rendition of Sounds of And did you post this or not? Yes, it's posted. It's, Absolutely. It's on Facebook.com. So I could, so I could play it if I want. Yeah, the link is there. It's Kobe Aflalo, Mickey Gavrielov. Who are two very very popular ones, uh, Sivan Talmor and Chaim Romano. Well, um, all right. So uh, if you have any other questions that you want to ask me, you got to give me uh, uh, some notice so that I can switch to another computer. Well, you know? why on earth would I possibly change my tradition of giving you notice? I haven't done anything like that in thirty years. Why would I start now? Probably true. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So that's their tribute to Art Garfunkel. People could find it on the Facebook page, The Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. Check it out. That's number one. Number two. You posted a video, listen to this everybody, you posted a video last week uh, which showed an encounter between two Jews who wanted to go, to noticeable Jews, not not Jews dressed up as anybody else, but noticeable Jews, uh, trying to get up to Harabai, trying to go up to the Temple Mount, getting into a confrontation with the police. People could see the video. You've posted that on your profile or on the Israel show, where is that? I don't remember, but if it's not on the Israel show, I'll post it after this. And you'll, you could see the encounter and judge for yourself, you know, who overreacted and all that. I'm not, I'm not here to discuss that. But in the bigger picture, there is now a, and you posted this video, or at least a picture is still from the video, there is now an issue with Jews, not Gentiles, but Jews taking bottled water up to Harabayat, up to the Temple Mount. And I said to myself, what could be the issue? I, I couldn't understand what was going on. Like, why are they restricting Jews? Could you explain to this audience 
just how absurd the Temple Mount situation is through this whole water bottle episode. Right. So um, I like to say, although I'm not happy to say it, that the Temple Mount is a de facto Palestinian state. There's some Jewish presence there, but in fact it is the Muslim waqf, the Islamic uh, uh, High Council, so to speak, that the trust that rules over higher by it. And, and unfortunately we've given them that power. And they, they become more and more, um, let's say, violent and radical as we show more and more weakness. So. Um, there was an agreement many, many, many years ago that Jews wouldn't daven on Harabai, wouldn't pray on Harabai. And we're not, and we're not here to judge. We're not here to discuss whether that's a good idea or a bad idea. That's the fact. Right. Right. No, no, it's an absurdity. Yeah, but it's a we're fact. We're not here to discuss whether people should go up to Harabai or not. That's a halacha question, and there's a machloket. Right. There, are, there are many great rabbis on either side. Right, but even if we wouldn't spend the time discussing today whether that's a good or bad regulation, that's the fact. The fact is a Jew right. cannot, that's the agreement, right. a Jew cannot pray in Harabai. Right. Now, what, what happens is when you go up on Harabai, you are followed very carefully by Muslim uh, radicals that, Look at every movement of yours, and if, God forbid, they see something that even looks like you're praying, the police will grab you and take you out. Like, move, like movement of one's mouth. Yeah, movements of a mouth. You close your eyes, um, you know, in meditation. You shuckle a little bit. Any, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's crazy. <laughs> now, um, this is the absurdity that we've reached now. Right. Since Harabait Biadenu to Harabait Lobiadenu, right. so, or Lobeinenu. Um, so... If you take a bottle, it's, it, it, it is thought, then when before you sip it, you're going to make a bracha. That's it. You're going to make a blessing. So now, and that's like a prayer, and that's not allowed. So no more water bottles for, by the way, not just for, you're saying it, it doesn't apply to Gentiles. It doesn't apply to anybody who doesn't look like a religious Jew. Right. It applies to anybody who looks like they might dare pray. That's what it right. looks like. So, and, and the, 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 the video that we posted is a, a, a new phenomenon, last few months, where Jews who look religious are being held back and only allowed into the Temple Mount seven at a time. Why? Because, God forbid, if ten people go, they might consider it like it's a minion, right. and then they might... Sneak in a, they'll sneak in a prayer. In the meantime, there's a steady stream of tourists. Jews, Gentiles, anybody. Hundreds, look hundreds, hundreds. Hundreds and hundreds, steady stream, while the Jews are being set aside. All right. How do people see the video? You'll post it later on the Israel Show. I'll post show. it on uh, Facebook.com slash the Israel Show. Which uh, Hebrew word are we concentrating on this morning with Mayor Milim, which everybody could hear, by the way, every Monday during the Israel Show? Sefer. Sefer? Yeah, Lissaper. Hmm. Tzamech is a Shoresh, to tell a story. You remember Sipure Pugi, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, but we can go back a little bit earlier to that. <laughs> For example, to the book of Bereshit, right? Where Yosef dreams, and then he tells his brothers, Vaisaper Otola Echav. He tells the dream over. We have a commandment on the night of the Seder to tell the story of the Exodus to our children. Ulaman Tisaper, Bosnevincha, Uvenvincha, right? Sipur Yitziat Mitzrayim. So it sort of makes sense that when you write the story down, you do so in a sefer, right? 
in yeah. a book. And we know each and every book of the Torah, Sefer Breshit, Sefer Shemot, right. et cetera, et cetera. And it says in Yehoshua, Lo Yamush Sefer HaTorah Hazami Picha. Moshe says uh, to God, uh, when God says, I'm going to eradicate the Jewish people, Moshe says, Mechaini Namasifracha, if you right. do it, right? Now, that's not a book in our sense of a bound book. It's right. more of a scroll, but that's the concept of writing right. it down. Now, the scribe who writes the Sipur in the book, in the Sefer, is called a... Sofer. Sofer, right? Vayamod Ezra HaSofer and uh, Shevna HaSofer. Uh, these are all biblical references. In fact, the Sofer was the official scribe. Not everybody knew how to write back then in ancient times. He was the official scribe. He had an insignia stamp, and we have found in Ir David... From the times of the first Beit Hamikdash, the first temple, these insignia stamps, bulas, having the names of the Sofrim mentioned in the Tanakh. Right. In modern Hebrew, the place where all the books are collected so that people can, you know, borrow them is a Sifriya. Right. And literature is Safrut. Okay. Very good. All this is very nice, but no, there's no, there's no big wow here, right? Okay. The same Shoresh. Samach Peresh, the same Shoresh, means something totally different. We just finished it. Usfartem lachemi macharat ha-shabbat. Oh, why didn't I think of it? I was trying to think of an alternate. Omer, we count the days right. between Pesach and Shavuot. God tells Avram habetna ha-shamayma usfar ha-kochavim. So Sefer, or more accurately, um, to tell or to right. or right. to transmit through telling a story, right? It's and counting related to counting, to counting. Hmm. Okay, so I've done some research and I haven't found a real solid explanation of what is the connection between with apparently spar. There, there are some theories. Maybe the origin was writing, and writing became writing a list, which could in theory get into making and counting and so forth. Okay, right. Right. but but we can prove that the connection exists onward in other languages. We see it in other languages. I want to thank uh, Rabbi Dr. Moshe Sakalo and Morty Pross and Dr. Tawil of Wayu who called some of these things to my attention. So in English, when we tell a story to someone, we recount mm. the event. Right. And my version of a story is my... Accounting. Account. Account, right. rather, right. Of the event, so it's not only count; it's right. accounting, right. literally. And a good storyteller is a raconteur, which has the word count in there as well. Oh, very good. So we see that lisaper and lispar are clearly connected in English as well, the same way they are in Hebrew, which you have shown in many other cases as well, right? Yes. Right. Now, in English, unlike in Hebrew, it's a two-way street because. The person in the bank who counts out your money is a... Teller! Yes! Who told you that one? That's He's a, a teller. That one, Morty Prust told me in the name of Dr. Tawil. Oh, is that a great one? Right. A teller. Right. So now, think of this. <laughs> the counter in English is a teller, and the storyteller is a recounter. That's so funny. And we stand in front of the teller at a counter. How do you yeah. like that? Oh, nice. You like that, huh? That's right. I didn't think of that. <laughs> now, it also works in Yiddish slash German. To count is tselen or tsalen. And to recount is in Yiddish is der tselen. It's the same word, tselen and der tselen. To count and recount. 
Now, one more touch we'll add to this. Many people in our audience are familiar with Harav Avigdor Nevinsal. Right. The saintly Rav in the old city of Yerushalayim, Yeshivat Netivariyeh. You hear the word Sal in that name, right? Correct. Sal, count. Which gives us a hint to the source of the name. The Nevinsal family are Leviim. And the Torah tells us, Ach et mate Levi lo tifko. Don't count the census. When you do the census, don't count the Leviim in there. So they're Nebinsal. Do not count. Not allowed to count. Fantastic. That's what the name Nebinsal means. Fantastic. And that's why... They were given that name because they're Levim. So to recount, we have this apparent to tell. To rec- did you just say to recount? Yes, of course I said. Or did you mean to recap? <laughs> no, I meant to recount. Lissa <laughs> Paris to tell, and Safer is a book or a record of what you tell, and the Sofer is the person who writes it in the book, and the Sipur is the story, and the Sifriya is the library, and Sipur is literature, and it's related to Mispar, which is a number, and Lispar, which is the canon of Sifra in modern Hebrew, which is a digit. Amazing. And you, and you left out one very important note, by the way. Please do. One of the great storytellers of our time, Rabbi Teller. Ooh! <laughs> that is very good. Is that good? You like that? that? By the way, there's a word for that in English, which I, I, I will find, which is people whose names... Whose names... Reflect their occupation? Yes. For example, we know an organizer whose first name is Ro Neat. Neat. Very good. <laughs> N-E-A-T. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Mayor Weingarten, Mayor Me Lim is always part of the Israel Show on Monday, and we get a bonus today. And Yashikach for the videos and the postings. People should check out the Facebook page for all those. Thank, Thank you, Mayor. Thank you, Nachum Bokertov. Continue to tell your story. It's pretty amazing.